Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel, and you're at Laurel's Real Money Talks podcast. In this podcast, we talk about how to make money, strategies, techniques, tactics. We talk about how to keep it, how to invest it, and do it with the team. So I always bring someone on that's either in our community, doing amazing work, and can help serve you on how to make more money. Or in any of those categories, if you have any questions during the podcast, or as you're passing it around to your friends, go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, and ask a question, make a request. You can even make a request to speak to our guests, any of them that you've ever heard on our podcast. So today we're going to talk about marketing. Marketing is the answer to everything. It's what starts everything in your business without a lead. You can't get a customer. It's very difficult. And then tracking marketing dollars is another thing most people don't keep track of. So I have Adam uh, Neps with me on today, and he has been in our community. He is an extraordinary marketer and really a marketing strategist. So Adam, how did you get to where you were? So give us a little background about you. Thanks, Laura. I appreciate uh, you having me on today. Yeah, I've been working primarily um, the small business world, working with independent entrepreneurs for the better part of the past 18 years and um, helping them grow their business. And in that time, I've learned what most small business owners do improperly when it comes to marketing. (laughs) And then I learned from those, learned from myself, and then built a system around it to help my clients make money first. So most small business owners do the work first. My work with them is to help them make money first because then with that money, they can invest in the business, they can invest in themselves, and they can invest in other ways to make money. So my go-to is let me find you ten dollars to $50,000 in new revenue through marketing techniques first. We capture that money and then we utilize that money to make a better business. I love it. So people make money, like we said, you know, through marketing, marketing strategies. So first, I know you just spoke to kind of what that means, but be really, really clear. Like, why do people need the marketing? I'm just going to go to the why. Why do people need the marketing first? Well, people need the marketing first because small business owners need more money. If a business makes $50,000, they seem to spend $50,000. If they make $100,000, they spend $100,000. So there is no typically money set aside to grow the business. So that's why they need more money first. So they have that access to invest in additional marketing and additional influence in the marketplace to keep that train rolling. If we start by being better at our jobs, we can do that all day long and still not have a viable business or have the lifestyle we want. So talk about the plan. Um, so what you do and or, you know, your, I'd say your strategy skill set is what people hire. So inside that, what's the marketing plan consist of? Just so we kind of go through the bullets and those of you listening on the podcast, you can come back to this point and uh, actually you know, write it down, get a pen and paper or go grab that right now. So talk through those components of the plan. Yes. So most people, when, when, I, when I speak to groups, I ask them, what, do they, what is the point of marketing? And almost invariably, they say it's more leads. And I would disagree. I think there's five major components to marketing and a marketing plan. 
More leads is one of those components. A second component, and probably even more important, and Laurel, we talk, you talk about this in your Off Wall Street Assets workshop, it's sales, it's conversions. If you can't get people to say yes, then it doesn't matter. Once they say yes, we want to have a plan to get them to say yes again. And that's part of the marketing funnel. What is something else that you can sell them? What's your next product or service that you can offer a current client? Once you have good conversions, once you have people buying from you again and again, now you've got the opportunity to raise your price point. And if you raise your price point, obviously that drives more dollars to your pocket. So we want to build a plan to do those three things first. Once you do those three things, you have good sales and strong sales. You have multiple ongoing sales from the same client. You have pricing power. Now we can back up the truck with all the leads you possibly need in order to make that funnel work. And then the final step of marketing, which is really the ultimate goal, which is more profit in your business. Now we can look at where's the money going and how do we make it more effective? So those are really the five components. It's leads, conversions, transactions, higher prices, and ultimately more profits for your business. So let's dive into each of those five uh, one more time and give like you know one or two, I'm going to call it tactics now, on how to generate the leads, how to do the conversion. So just trying to speak to some of the, the tactics between those five, because people struggle, and you can also in that speak to why people struggle with this. I mean, every entrepreneur on the planet, unless they just naturally dive into learn marketing. If I look at, you know, across the board, it's usually like you said, not fulfillment isn't the issue in a business. It's their lack of understanding marketing and then knowing how to actually get it done. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'll, I'll start with the, the conversion side. How do we get people to say yes to us? Most of us in small business, and, and I was like this, and sometimes I still am, is we know so much about what we do that we tell people what we do knowing that they need it. And we end up telling rather than asking, rather than understanding. And the key to a good conversion is number one, understanding the problem our prospect has that they don't want and the solution we can deliver that they don't have. So there's a problem they have that they don't want, and there's a solution that you have that they do want. So part of the conversion process is tailoring your message to the need or want of your client, not to the deliverable that you have. So it's sort of turning the traditional presentation backwards from what most people are doing. And so the first step is to understand that. And once you know what people want, now when you go out into the marketplace, you have a much better ability to understand what they need, listen for where their pain points are, and offer your solution to answer it. Most people offer their solution first. So I think that's a big part of the conversion side. Mm -hmm. The getting more transactions, getting people to buy from you more, it's important to have a marketing funnel. Again, something that, that you talk about in, in your events, something that I work with my clients on. If you know client buys product or service A, you should immediately know what product B, C, and D are for that person and have a strategy and a plan to work them through to those additional products and services. They could be things that are the same thing they bought, but a higher level of it. It could be a additional product or service that goes next to it. It could be something that just gets their foot in the door. But having multiple products or offerings is critical 
to a marketing plan because we are not one product people in the world we have today. <laughs> so if you think about just a quick example, if you go to Home Depot and you go, and if you're like me, you get three of the four things that you need, and then you have to go back and you buy something else. But when, when you're leaving Home Depot, there is always drinks in front of the cash register. Drinks in front of the cash register, whether it's water, I live in Arizona, it's hot in Arizona, I buy a water on my way out. Even if I don't buy a product from Home Depot, I might stop and get a water. It has nothing to do with Home Depot's business. But what it does is it gets me to be a customer of them. And so when you think about your business, I'm not saying you need water. What I'm saying is that think about ancillary things that your clients need that you can offer. Because if they don't understand what you have in your priority product, maybe there's something else you can offer that gets them to give you that credit card and stops them from shopping and going somewhere else when they need an additional product. So why is it that just overall, why, why do people... I, mean, I know people listen to the podcast and saying, I get it, I get it. But there's a big difference between getting it and then getting a result. And there's a huge struggle in that. So speak to that. You know, it's, I'm constantly in, my, in conversations with our team. So we can get a funnel up, we can get Facebook ads up, we can get other campaigns up. But if they're not converting, I mean, just because you did the action, I mean, there lies the struggle, right? Just because you did the action doesn't mean you get the results. So speak to that struggle that I think is consistent and ongoing. Yeah, I, well, I, I think the, the biggest struggle we all have, one, is that we can do the actions, like you said, we can run Facebook ads, but we get ourselves involved in current clients, we get ourselves involved in the day-to-day, -day, we get ourselves in, involved in what I call pushing papers around our desk and calling it work. And next thing you know, you've done a number of things that have nothing to do with your business. And the revenue generating side always comes last. We feel like customer service is more important. I need to take care of my customer. No, you need to get more customers into your business because you are going to take care of them because that's what your business does. And I coach on a specific model in order to do the right activities in order to overcome what we're talking about, which is lack of follow through on the important things in our business. And it's really thinking of four questions before you do anything. The first question, and is the most important, is what I'm about to do going to get me paid? And that could be get you paid in terms of converting a new client, or that could be get you paid in terms of selling additional products and services to current clients. The second question you want to ask is, is what I'm about to do going to serve my purpose? And that purpose can be growing the business. That purpose can be helping more people in the world. That purpose can be spiritual for some people. But if it gets you paid and serves your purpose, it's probably an important thing for you to do right now. The third question is, does what I'm about to do need to be done by me? And we do a lot of things in our business every day that take our eye off the ball, take us away from our revenue generating activities. And it's not really our job. We can outsource it to a vendor. Maybe there's a software program that will do it. We can hire someone to do it. And so in doing that, we can offload work creating capacity in order for us to do revenue generating activities. And the fourth question is a big one. And it's, does what I'm about to do need to be done at all? There's a lot in our business that doesn't add value to your client. There's a lot in our businesses that doesn't add value to us. So they should be cut out altogether. 
So if you follow those four questions, you create one tremendous capacity in your own day in order to do revenue generating activities. And two, by asking the first two questions, does it make me money and does it get me paid? And doing those things first helps get people off of that treadmill of just doing the work every day and not actually implementing the things that need to be implemented. Those are great. Great. And so again, those of you that are listening, if you didn't write those down, you can always rewind and come back through. Well, I'm going to say they're, they're, they're kind of basic questions, but I think when the, when people get in the heart of their day, they, they not only forget them, they don't even remember what they should be doing. And day after day after day, they don't produce revenue. So what I would encourage a lot of our clients to do is produce a revenue chart where every day the activities they do, can they tie it immediately to a source of revenue that's coming in right now? You know, as you know, I teach this, you know, short-term fast cash. Then there's like cash that might come in the next few weeks and there's cash that could come in the next few months. That's also a huge client issue and the kind of uh, clients that you're attracting. So in that, let's, uh, Adam, switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about funnels. You know, everybody needs a funnel. Uh, It's been, you know, the way that it's been out on the internet for a very long time on how to uh, do a lead capture. So um, describe what a funnel is, why it's critical, and how does someone get started even doing it and really get tactical, like from the lead magnet to the conversion of the videos, like, you know, explain the funnel and what it is. Yep. And I'll start a little bit sort of at the bottom of the funnel and go to the top and, and then explain it a little deeper. Most of us have a product that we want to sell when we're talking to someone. And usually it's sort of our, our bigger package, our, our higher ticket item. People might say no to it because they're not ready to buy it. And then we have no place to go. We don't know what to do next. And then that lead dies or that lead goes away and and we don't have it. So the purpose of the funnel is to get people engaged with you so they are ready to buy your higher ticket or more expensive services. So that funnel could start with a free report. You do a, whether it's a Facebook Live or a podcast like we're doing today, offer something of value to get people to engage with you. Once they engage with you, now you can go through the funnel to a product like a book or like a lower end service. Even if it's something that's 10 or $20, that can be the top of the funnel or that can be the second step of your funnel. The third step of your funnel is going to be probably more engagement with you personally. And then the fourth step of the funnel for me is a larger year-long coaching program. For somebody else's business, it could be buying a car. If you sell cars, you don't start with, hey, do you want to buy this $50,000 car? It's getting engaged with you and understanding, here's the process on how to buy a car. Here's what you need to look for. Here's our service offering. Now someone's ready to buy a car. So the purpose of the funnel is to get engagement where the next level of service is much more likely for someone to say yes. If we start before they're engaged with us, we lose them from the beginning. So we want to start with that. Now, if we get tactical on how to do that, you can do it through Facebook. You can do it through face-to-face. You can do it through SEO. And I know that you had a podcast with Chloe Spencer last or a couple of weeks ago where she goes through SEO and the benefits of it. All of those tactics are important. But no matter which one you use and which one is best for your business, you want to gear it toward how do I get initial engagement with the audience that's going to see it that they cannot say no to. If I'm offering a free book and I've got a link, free book from Adam that you can go to that walks through eight different 
pieces of marketing step-by-step that you can implement today, you get that free book. And now if that's of interest to you, when I pick up the phone and call you, or when we meet, or when I send you an email, you're 10 times more likely to actually say, yeah, I want to find out what he has to say because I already got something of value. And that's why the funnel works because you get value, you create more value, and then people are customers, people know, like, and trust you and will continue to buy from you. And statistics say they're seven times more likely to buy from you again than a new customer is to buy from you first. So that funnel allows multiple sales without multiple people. You know, everybody's doing Facebook. Talk about the other channels of marketing. Is it all? Is it answer to all? Or is it specializing LinkedIn, YouTube, you know, other special, what I call specially very niche groups? Is it just the overall Facebook? Where once you have your funnel, do you go market it? And then add to maybe just the distinctions, like what each of those channels can do better for you. So depending on, you know, what their avatar is and the folks listening, you know, maybe why they would use them as well. Yeah. Each of the channels. Yeah, and I appreciate that you said that because that's right where I was going to go. Facebook can be great. LinkedIn can be great. YouTube can be great. But most people don't do the first step, which is knowing who their customer is, knowing what you want to say to them. That's just the strategic side of marketing. Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Instagram, those are all tactical sides of marketing. So if you do the strategic side, who do I want to talk to and what do I want to say to them? That's first. Once you know that, then we can say, all right, where do those people live? If I'm in real estate and I run an assisted living facility and I advertise on Facebook, do I know that the actual buyer is on Facebook looking for that or is another channel better? So knowing what you want to say and who you want to say it, we go out and find where do those people live and then we implement those. If you are in selling business services to current people in business, LinkedIn is probably a better channel than Facebook. If you are trying to engage somebody in something that they don't know and have never heard of before, Facebook is going to be much more valuable than LinkedIn. If you have a personality-driven product, and Laurel, obviously, you have a, a big personality. A lot of people come to your events, not only for the knowledge, But because of you and the personality that you bring, YouTube, which is owned by Google, which is the largest, most sought after, most used search function in the world, is a great place to be because people can see you and they can interact with you and they can take advantage of your energy. Those are all great things. But I like to take a step back more to the personal side. We all have enough leads in our world. If you look at your phone, you probably have at a minimum 100 contacts, and for some of us, thousands of contacts. Why is it that we say, let me go out to the world to people that have never met me, don't know me, have never heard of me, have no reason to buy from me, and let me go find them? And that's what Facebook and, and LinkedIn and the other social media channels do. We're trying to get someone that doesn't know us to learn about us. When we have people that know us today that we could go directly to, and capture that low-hanging fruit in front of us. So I like to start with the people that already know, like, and trust you. Now, not all of them will be customers for you, but there's a chance that, one, they can self-select and buy from you if they know what you do. Number two, they might be a center of influence for us, somebody that can introduce us to others. 
And third, they might be joint venture partners. A lot of us sit back and wait for referrals. Be proactive. And rather than asking for referrals, find joint venture partners of people that can refer you business. So rather than starting by spending money and going out into the world to find new people, stay close to home, work with the people you know, tell them what you do. If they know what you do, they're more likely to think, I could use that. I know someone who could use that. Or let's partner and figure out a way that we can jointly do business together. And I've got a four, three, two, one system of all of your contacts in order to get them to understand what you do, how you do it, and how you can be a resource for them. So talk a little bit about, yeah, now you have an ebook that's uh, put together. So you have a link for that for a free gift for a book. And uh, in that also tell us a little bit about your, you have what, 1495, you have like a funny story about 1495, but that's also uh, an online membership and really great marketing platform. So speak a little bit about that to the detail and uh, what folks can do. And then we'll send them over to asklaurel.com to ask any questions. You put in your name, phone number, and email, and you can either ask a question or make a request. But talk a little bit about your book and that online platform. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Thank you. So, so my book is freebookfromadam.com. You can download the free book. It's called How to Make More Money in Your Business, Eight Strategies That You Must Implement Now. And those eight strategies, the first one is how to use messaging on a lead page or lead capture page versus your website. People go to your website, they bounce around, they jump off. A lead capture page gives them one thing and one thing only to do, which is get something of value from you. Whether it's a video, whether it's an ebook like I'm doing, whether it's a meeting, whether it's an introduction, they're getting something of value now. And the first chapter walks you straight through that. The second chapter of that book talks about joint ventures and how joint ventures work. How to think about who is your client and who are the other people that sell to that same client. And it walks you step-by-step on that process. And in a joint venture, you have the opportunity to attain new revenue because of an introduction you make or pay revenue to someone who makes an introduction to you only after you get the client. So it's paying marketing dollars after you have a client rather than paying marketing dollars in hopes of gaining a client. It also talks about the value of upsells and cross-sells, which are part of the marketing funnel. It talks about the value of a drip campaign. And that drip campaign can be email-based, it can be text-based, it can be phone call-based. But statistics show that people buy on the 5th to 12th contact with someone. And most people, 80 some odd percent of people stop after number one or number two. So having a drip campaign is critical. And it actually, the book walks you through how to do that using current content that you already have to build that drip campaign to stay in front of clients. And then the last chapter of the book talks about how to make more money through the use of bundling versus discounting. Many of us say, oh, you can't afford that price. I'll discount it for this price. What this chapter walks you through is saying, here's the price. You're going to get this. Oh, and you're going to get these bonuses if you act now, giving more value for more products rather than discounting the price of your current product. So the book walks you through all of those things step by step, and you can implement them in your business right now. That's freebookfromadam.com. And for those of you, who want support in doing that. And I can actually walk you through that process for your business. 
and show you that there is ten to fifty thousand dollars in your business right now that you are just not capturing due to not using the proper strategies. If you go to new10k.com, um, we can set up an appointment and I can walk you through that. But the book will give you great detail to be ready to talk to me about how we can implement it in your business. Awesome. I appreciate you being on today, Adam. And those of you, again, you're listening to Laurel's World Money Talk and go over to askworld.com and stay in touch with us. Have a conversation about money. It's what we do. Adam, thanks for your marketing brilliance today. Those of you that are listening, pass this on to any other business owners and people that need this conversation. Have a great day. Thanks, Adam. Thank you very much, Laurel. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmeyer, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.